Freedoms, and welcome to an in-depth game club review of Hades, presented by ECG, a show where we review and talk about a game like it's a book club, but minus those nerdy words. So we are substituting our regularly scheduled podcast for the week of March 5th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Waterman from Jacksonville, Florida, joined this evening by Mr. Adam Gumbert from Lexington, Kentucky. What's good? We got Mr. Georgia Ravelo from Miami, Florida. What up, what up, what up? And we have Mike Tonti from Toronto, Canada. Canada. Oh, God, Canada. Canada. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, uh, Adam's um, tongue twisting spread to me, apparently, because I, I used his signature greeting, which is greetums. <laughs> so, yeah, today we're going to be talking about Hades, a, a single player indie darling from last year, 2020. Although technically not released uh, first in 2020, it was early access in 2018. The full release was actually last year on PC and Switch, September 17th, 2020. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of hard numbers on sales, but we do know it surpassed a million uh, purchases across every early, early access and full uh, release platform. And it, of course, was a critical success being nominated even in the category of Game of the Year from over 50 gaming publications. Uh, so really quickly, how did you all play Hades? What platform did you play it on? Switch for me. Same here. Same here. PC for me. PC, Master Race. All right. And, uh, you know, tonight we'll be getting into spoilers. Eventually, we'll give you a fair warning if you want to get a little bit of the uh, game club goodness before we get into spoilers. You can stick around. Uh, we'll talk about some non-spoilery stuff first. Um, in general, how did you guys like this game? Uh, it was my game of the year last year. It was definitely my favorite game of 2020. Yeah, I agree. It was definitely a uh, game of the year. And um, it's the problem I had with it was once I thought I was done with the game, anytime I tried to play any other game, I'm like, this isn't Hades. Why am I not playing Hades right now? And then I went back to Hades. So it ruined the rest of the year for me for playing any other game. I, th I think, you know, one of my favorite things about the game was uh, there were a lot of different stopping points for you depending on what your commitment is to a game of this type if you wanted to just get your first clear and bounce like that wasn't a high bar to clear if you wanted to get the the quote true ending and you know roll, rolling the credits after what was it 10 clears or whatever that's was a little bit more um in terms of involvement but no less satisfying and then there are people i'm sure that are still out there filling up the modifiers um and going balls deep and just and challenging themselves and doing all kinds of different crazy runs. So I think it has a lot to offer in terms of how much time you want to invest and in having sort of the option of playing it however however you like and still being able to enjoy it. Yeah, I put in, a, I just looked at my Switch, 110 hours. Wow. I'm not sure if that's correct or not, but um, yeah, it can't be because I only, it says I only did about 140 runs, so yeah i mean I, depending on uh, again how deep you went with the model i could see that you know could definitely this was my that. first roguelike style game i've really played like Same. i've avoided this genre like the plague i have no interest i don't have a lot of time for gaming so i just like this like you said earlier this is a quick pick up and play you know you can play for a little bit you can play for a long time but it yeah it sunk its teeth in me and uh those three heads of service just wouldn't let go now, did this lead you to other roguelites? Are you open to playing? And this question for you too as well, George. Like now having played this, would you seek out some of the other better known? I I feel like uh, kind of like what Mike just said. Like, I don't know that. I don't know because like I, I feel like the, everyone says that this game is like the best of the best. This is like the perfect game in that genre. So I'm I'm very much like afraid that if I try anything, it'll just be not Hades, you know? um so i i don't know I, I might i might check it out but i feel like i i was very satisfied with my experience with hades that i don't need anything else but uh if there was a hades 2 i would definitely be <laughs> be getting that without a doubt yeah as far as playing other ones uh i've played actually you know all the big ones that are 
impressive. And then I was talking on Twitter with Eric Berg, and he said it correctly, and I was going to bring it up at some point anyways, is that Hades, the mechanics of Hades are on par with the really good roguelikes. So, like, it doesn't play better than Dead Cells. It plays just as good as Dead Cells. Um, Curse of the Dead Gods just came out. It's about the same. So as far as, like, gameplay mechanics, it's on par with some of the best, which isn't bad. The difference for Hades is the narrative and the storytelling and the characters and all that stuff. So if you went to Hades because of the gameplay, then yeah, I would say they're the best in that genre. You'll have a good time with if you, if your main thing was just story, none of the other ones have that. And I think that's what sets it apart from in being the quote unquote best in the genre is based on storytelling and narrative. Cause none of the other games do that. Like most games don't do a narrative like that in general. What about the, the, the fact that once you beat the game, like you're only just beginning. Is that something that is common in, in that genre? Yeah, yes. that yeah, that's like Dead Cells. Like you don't beat that game until you've beat that game multiple times. That's the yeah, just like Hades. Same thing with Binding of Isaac, you know, which is the first example of the genre that I ever played. Uh you, you think like, oh man, I've done it. And then you start peeling back the layers and you realize that not only can you go further than you you do on your first run when you like, you know, clear it, but uh, you, you realize that there are like multiple final bosses that you can try to like go for and they're not always accessible. So like you learn mm-hmm. to kind of recognize like when the game is presenting you with the opportunity and you have to kind of weigh that option of like how your how your build's going and things like that. Um, I don't know if Adam can still hear me. Like I know he stepped away for a second, but I will disagree. I will agree mostly with he, what he said about being on part in terms of mechanics. I will disagree with a you know tiny little asterisk and that, I feel like Dead Cells um, is probably my second favorite um, in this genre. And I think Hades inches that out even in terms of like the progression that they allow you to carry over in terms of upgrades. Like I think it's a little bit, um, there's a better job of being more accessible in that way. And then they kind of offset it with the modifiers that you can kind of toss in there if you're looking for more of a, a challenge once you, you get better at the game, right? So that's that's kind of my take on, on that. But I, th- I think it's close. So this is the only roguelike, like Adam said, it has, it's more narrative driven, but do the other ones have any sort of narrative that would kind of keep you going? Because I was getting to the point at Hades where I wanted to die just so I could progress the story. I'm like, oh, as much as I enjoy the mechanics of the game, I just wanted more and more of the story. Do other roguelike have a roguelike have that element where it's just not as heavy in story, but you learn more of a story every time you fail? Like, Yeah, I mean, Binding of Isaac certainly, again, using that example dead cells you you get more of like what's going on and you you have a continuing narrative like as you get completions and clears and things like that uh it is not robust in the way of like dialogue and characters though it's very much a no horny gods unfortunately um although there's some disgusting things in finding of isaac um lots of shit and bodily fluids being thrown around lovely not not sexy though um (laughs) so yeah i mean like it's just it's a little more obtuse like you know it's not to the point where you have to like really dig for it but it's also a little more simplified like where you know you're kind of you're you're getting it in very very brief animated cutscenes, or you know through some sparse dialogue that kind of stuff enough about other (laughs) other games though we're here to talk about this one (laughs) yeah so um other than the the narrative which is great i think we'd be remiss if like on a surface level we didn't talk a little bit about the music and art direction um as well as like the actual performances in the game that kind of helped that that writing come to life so yeah so hades is great um it's definitely the horniest thing of 2020 which isn't a bad thing you haven't been in my house all uh all year buddy (laughs) (laughs) um but it's it's very it is it is sexy and it knows it or whatever the those guys said in that one song um and yeah that that's that's really where the best thing in the game like i love the art direction again they draw everybody like greek gods like they should the character interactions are great all the characters are great like that's i think they focused on that part of the game again on top of also being good at mechanics but they went extra hard and that's why people were like oh this is my game of the year that's what it is it's the little extra you know like they cared <laughs> about this other part and made it a big deal. Like the, like we said it, you know, during the game of the year talk, but the fact that they take progression of the story into account of playing a roguelike, it's like, yeah, you need to die 
and then this will advance the story and it happens naturally in the story and I mean that's that's how the game is designed and that's pretty tricky and I think that's what makes it special and yeah it, it looks really nice too I like the cartoony cell shady kind of look um, and all the weapons look really cool too that's my main thing I like all the weapon designs I mean you only you know have whatever eight of them or whatever but uh, yeah I think the art is awesome and then of course all the, the writing and the acting and the music because uh, yep. all the voice actors are great and the music is fantastic. This is this takes me back to like what I was mentioning when I was talking about, I think it was a performance of the year or something like that. Um, with Darren Corb, man, like we, we can't, I can't stress enough like how impressive like his performance and contributions to this game. Like the dude, he voiced Zagreus, Skelly. He, uh, he, he wrote music, you know, some of this um, for the game and some sound effects as well. Like the dude's all over this game. Um, very, very multifaceted. I don't think that guy got enough credit for the work that he did into this game. Because, yeah, man, the, the music in this is awesome. I can just feel it humming in the background. Um, the sound effects, they, the voice acting is, is superb. And it's something that I didn't expect. Like, um, you know, like, there's not a whole lot of, at least for me anyway, Switch games where I feel like that connected with the characters like fire emblem three outs is probably a, a good one too where you actually feel like these connections to all the characters especially but i think this one's even more important because most of the characters aren't the focal point of the game right at least in a game like fire emblem you're playing as all those characters but here like the individual gods like or his um his relationship with achilles oh man that's freaking awesome like you know like he's like kind of coaching you through it and all that stuff um it's it's great and even with um what's the dude's name was it i don't know how to pronounce it is it sharon caron caron yes the um, kind of just growls the, the yeah merchant. even that like you know like the boat master yeah even that you kind of feel like their the, their connection you know that he's kind of trying to help him too but he's trying to do his job um mm. yeah it's just man it's like a perfect game dude perfect game i kind of wish i had played it on pc i didn't have a pc at the time uh, because there, it did have some performance issues on the Switch when things got kind of hectic, you know? Yeah, that's a question I have, being the only person who played PC. And anyone who plays PC, they probably know this, play with a controller because mouse and keyboard is not what this game's made for. It's made oh. for a controller. Um, but yeah, like I had heard that like Switch, especially in handheld, where like if you got into the like the big boss fights and things were crazy, like stuff got bad. And, you know, playing here, I was like, no, I was smooth the entire time, never had an issue. So I was able to do all the dashing and I was combat was never a problem based on performance. As people all played Switch, I'm assuming docked and handheld. How did that hold up? I guess I wouldn't I wouldn't say I wouldn't categorize it as bad. Like I would categorize it as what you'd expect for um, for a game like that. You know, it wasn't anything that would like kill your run or, 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 you know, but you, you just saw the limitations of the Switch, like when things got really, really hectic. Um, I saw it a lot in the um, the 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 fight in the against the big uh, snake bone monster thing is where I would see it the most because there's firing off so many things um, and maybe a little bit when you're fighting um, dude what are the dude I'm freaking off today man the two guys at the same time the bull and the minotaur uh, and the yeah, and the old yeah dude Theseus yeah, and yeah yes and the, and, and the the bull whatever um, a little bit of that as well um, it, it does get a little bit hectic but again it's just like it just frame rate issues that's it but nothing that would actually like inhibit your ability to keep playing it you know so yeah i don't bad. remember ever having a, a moment where i'm like every time i died i knew it was my fault there's oh, no no time i'm like fucking switch you know it was its problem like this is why i die you know I, I was doing an amazing run no i don't ever remember that see i played exclusively in handheld mode the whole time i like to just like either curl up in bed or curl up on the couch and just go into like fetal switch gaming position and hide from my children as they tried to bug me and just <laughs> escape to uh the 80s yeah. the tartarus that's that's a, actually a great point that mike brings up i i never died to bullshit that's the one game where i could not you know like like in call of duty what is it 98 percent of your deaths are fucking bullshit uh, or any fps every time i died in that game it was it was my fault like that game like it, it was it, its mechanics in that regard were, were perfect, man. Sometimes you got shitty luck, right, with the boons and whatnot, but you, you never died for some because of some janky shit or whatever. You know, it was always legitimate, man. The game was literally polished, man. Speaking of the boons, I, I, I want to just super quick uh, chime in and say, like, how great is it that 
their art design is so strong in terms of like the emblems for the gods or the pomegranates that like the hammers very quickly like you, you get the language of this game even if there were words explaining like what these things are like you would probably after a couple of runs kind of figure that out and i love how seamlessly like the language of that game um becomes part of of your own vocabulary as a player and you start to kind of figure it all out and um you know like you pretty quickly i think there's a nice like learning curve like it's it's uh it's pretty you know gentle but still quick like where you're put it start putting it together and feeling better and better and better with each run even without like the permanent upgrades like just in terms of skill and how to kind of synergize everything and now i think does come down to a lot in a lot of ways to the art style yeah the art style was something to behold and yeah like you're saying like just a quick glance at seeing what the the the, the next rooms held or what was like your options like you instantly knew and yeah then just like going with the boons like some of those duo boons, that sea storm. Oh my god, that's holds a special place in my heart for my first clear. Was a an amazing Zeus sea storm run, and lightning was popping off everywhere, and oh shit was just dying. And I was like, I am fucking invincible. Some of those are super broken too, man. For me, it was yeah, that's the same thing for me. Go to you need, I need a Zeus boon where I can shock everything or the Artemis arrows where, you know, you fire something off and it just splits off into things like those things were so useful, especially in that, the, the last couple levels. Um, yeah. Sometimes I got some absolutely dog shit runs where it was like, I just couldn't get anything. Um, but that's, that's part of the game, man. You eventually got comfortable at playing everything, you know, or same thing with the weapons too, man. But yeah, like, but even if you got, like shit boons the, it was like there was a positive to it where like okay i got great boons this is gonna be a great run this could be a clear but then you're just like okay I, on the opposite side you get a shitty hand but you're just like well i'm gonna die then i get to progress the story okay this is fucking awesome as well like yeah. there was it was it was always a win-win situation there was never like a true loss in this game like it was i loved i also loved the gambling aspect of it too right because you kind of in that in the final area before you take on hades that is all gambling you're like if things aren't going well for you you're a little low on lives do i take my chance and go into another room and see what i can get see if i can buy some stuff uh at one of those cauldrons or whatever or do i just roll with what i got because i could end up being worse because some of those rooms were brutal Especially if you got some of those, the ones with the poison traps or those poison rats or whatever that are a massive pain in the ass. Like, and you could end up coming out worse than when you went in and, and even more handicapped to fight Aiden. So, I mean, I thought that was a nice touch as well. He's like, hey, you can go straight into it if you want, once if you get lucky. But if you want to, you know, fortune favors the bold, I guess. Yeah, you're looking at that shop. You're like, okay, I'm, you know, 150 coins away from getting uh, another boon. But, you know, I've, I've got full lives, you know, I'm good. And you come out of the next run, you're like, all right, now I can buy what I wanted, but I'm down to only one life yet or no lives. And I'm going to about, about to go get my ass kicked by Hades. Yep. Only one time, but one time I did clear every room just because I felt so powerful as my build. I was like, why not? I want to make that. And, you know, the fight after that was almost trivial because um, it's just like, yeah, I've perfectly uh gotten what i needed and and you know gotten all my my abilities are like perfectly synergized and stuff so that that's a cool feeling um really quickly before we start kind of inching into like spoiler territory and talking story stuff uh give me your favorite weapon and your favorite god or god boon like you know or you know you can do both if you want all right uh mine would be the bow the, especially was it the aspect of Charon, which is the like the heart. I think, yeah, it's the one that does the your X turns into a heart seeking attack. Like once you hit it once, it gets like the homing. And Poseidon boons were my favorite. The splash dash, the title one, where you especially in that near the end area when you're in going through those little rooms, you just dash and you just start blowing things off walls and they all get slam damage and you just decimate everything. Yeah, especially if you can supplement that one, that was great. Like, like they take more slam damage. Like, that was yeah, it was good. I'm for me, I'm torn between two. I, I might have to give. I, mean, I have to give this to this one probably because it's less. I think it's a little bit more challenging. But his hands right here, man. Those are those are my favorite. It was. It's between that and the spear for me. But I felt like the spear is so busted, man. Yeah. Like you, you could attack from such a ridiculous distance and do and just basically spam the shit out of it. 
Uh, I thought it was one of the easier things to play with, but but uh, but the hands, what was it called the twin fists or whatever? The, They're the, called kitty paws. Man, <laughs> <laughs> those those things felt so so satisfying. I don't know the stick combos, and then you know that's uh, that's what I like the most for sure. But I do oh. think the spear is the, the most OP thing. How sure. about you, Adam? Ah, uh, for me, I do like kitty paws a lot. I really dug the shield. I don't know what it was about shield. I really had a good time with that. I only did that one a couple runs, but I just like being able to like block charge, all that good stuff. It was it was a good one. Um, I'll just say we're not saying our least favorite, most favorite. It's the gun. I hate the gun. It's awful. Uh, it's Mm-mm. awful. It's only okay. The gun. I enjoyed the gun only if I could get the the you know the 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 launching the rocket thing. Yeah, yeah. The, when you can turn it into a rocket that just blasts three in the air, that does an incredible amount of damage. But Have if you, you ever can't done- get that. A super soaker run. Is that gun with Poseidon? I'm assuming it is the it's the sea storm gun. It is that it was my first clear. So again, it has a special part of my heart. This this it's called a super soaker. It's yeah, it's the gun with the um with sea storm and everything you shoot just explodes and you are like invincible. Yeah, no, I don't like it. I had to run where I got I got the rocket and I upped the the amount of bullets in it but i just hated having to reload like that not fun for me so i'll go shield shield's good um and then my favorite god what's the wine dude is dionysus what dionysus is dionysus i loved his design and i love that character the most because he's a he's the dude of being drunk and partying it's awesome my favorite actual power in the game would be Ares stuff because it's great dps baby all about that dps um uh, so my favorite weapon is probably also the fist. I feel like that's where I had like the most the six. I'm all about like the dodging, like kind of like the quick move, like get like get in there, like fuck them up and then kind of dodge out. And that was a really good uh, weapon for that. Um, I also kind of like the the gun. My, I like the one where you could shoot up the grenade and like yep. stand in the explosion and, and buff yourself. Like that was a pretty good like with the right uh, combinations could be fun. Uh, favorite uh, boons were probably like the Zeus ones for me. Like I just I loved having the uh, your what is that the charge? Is that the shot that the little red things that turn into like the yellow orbs that bounce around and shock the shit out of everybody? That was really really good. But like personality wise, like <sighs> can we can we can we say like Meg? Like I know she's not technically a god, but like, I do love Meg. Period. Oh, Meg's the best. Um. I'm going to cheat and say Meg because she was great. Like as soon as I was like, oh, you can romance her. Like absolutely. Like 100%. So those are my answers. How about you, George? You got a favorite God or Boone? My, I think my favorite, I'm trying to remember who it was. Is it, is it, is it Persephone? The one where you could, where you're, where the special ability was you could throw out a, like almost like a disc, like a ball or a disc that would deflect everything. That oh, was, Yes. Athena, Athena, yeah, sort of thing. I like, I like the deflecting stuff. Was uh, was was pretty cool because you could just toss those out everywhere and they would deflect everything. Yeah. Deflect um, in general's clutch in that. Yeah, game. Athena's dash. Yeah, the reflecting dash yes, was just that. One, that one was super useful. That and Poseidon are the like the number two, the number one and two dashes by far. So I had a I had a different. I I didn't notice until I watched Chris on stream one time that like you could, there's so many different play styles. Chris could not play that game any differently than i did and and i thought the way that he was playing it was like super reckless but that's just like it's just a different style like chris was like in his face like literally dodging through hades and it was like giving me all kinds of anxiety i was like nah man i'm my ass is running <laughs> running taking a few pot shots running 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 and then taking some shots that's why i got a 17 like, minute clear or something <laughs> like that like i was super short <laughs> yeah yeah and that's why it took me less clears to get to get to, to, to get out <laughs> so but uh, but yeah, I thought that was pretty cool that there's a lot of different play styles. Because I didn't know until uh, I watching Chris that you could dodge through something. I didn't know that. I thought that that like I just assumed that that was like a wall or something. So you know, I thought that there's different ways to approach the game for sure. Yeah, the dodge or the reflect. Yeah, I learned that maybe third, fourth run. I was like, oh, and I can reflect and just go through people. Like I just I played almost entire run just jumping through people constantly, just like running up dash hit or like the dash hit move i think mm-hmm. with the sword maybe i just use that just non-stop that whole the run dash, I was like, dash boom yeah dash right boom boom maybe that was a shield run where i did dash strike just constantly it's like this this works for everything so why stop the dash strike with the bow you 
go through a person, turn around and pop them in the back. You get the backstab damage plus the dash strike. And if you get the dash strike, the dash of uh, Artemis, that gives you the extra crit. And then you unleash like eight to 10 arrows, depending on what boons you got in the back of somebody. It's just instant death. Awesome. And um, one last thing I'll go for favorites is, uh, did everyone talk about their favorite gods and stuff? Right? Did we get it? Okay. Just want to make sure. Um, how about favorite boss fight or coolest boss fight for you? And this might verge a little bit into spoiler territory, I guess. So if you really don't want to know bosses for Hades, you can pause here because we're going to go into this, the uh, deep spoiler territory after this anyway. But Mine would probably be the yeah Minotaur and uh, Theseus just because I had such a hard time beating that when, it, when I first was playing. And then after I beat it, it just felt so good. Like it just had that. And then every time after coming that, it, it would always still be a bit of a roadblock because I knew if I made a bit of a mistake, they could still take it down. Whereas like against the Hydra or the sisters, like there's a lot of leeway. And, but with those one, with those two, you know, you mess up, you get gored. Or once you get Theseus down to a certain level, minor spoilers, the, like the waves of arrows here, he calls in certain help from gods, and you can get fucked up real easy. That was always my proving grounds for my build. Like if I got there and it wasn't working, like even if I managed to squeak by, I knew I wasn't <laughs> clear. Like especially early on, I'm like, they're because um, as tough as they are, like I, I don't think they're um, as hard as uh, Hades is. But um, how about you, Adam? You got a favorite? Um, I really do like the the Bone Hydra. That's a fun one. Just feeding him up because like his main head is nothing, and just beat the hell out of that guy. Then he's like, "Hold on, let me call my bros real quick." <laughs> and it's like, "Oh man, here we go." Uh, by the time you get to that last phase of that fight, it's like, it, yeah, if you don't have a good build, you're gonna you're just gonna lose because of how many of them there are. So I think that's a solid one, and it's just fun because they. I forgot who it was, but one of those characters loves that that dumb Hydra a lot. He's got a name, I remember. Um, Lerny is the nickname that you uh, Zag- Zagreus gives the uh, Hydra. That's what it is. So I like that they give that a little bit of character to this dumb snake. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, it's probably probably Hades. Uh, you know, that's just the the biggest challenge for me. Also, because when I first got to um, got to him i thought i was first trying him when you get to the end and then spoiler alert he's he's not done he goes for round two or he heals back up and i was like fuck i, I literally had cleared the first you know whatever his first bit of damn, uh, life with literally a shred of health left and then i was like oh i'm fucked so <laughs> <laughs> which i should have known right i should have known that it wasn't gonna you know it wasn't gonna first try anything in that game but um but but yeah that, i thought that was a that's a fun uh, fight because you have to put everything together. You have to use pretty much everything that you've that you've built up to that point, and he does a little bit of everything, you know. So, so, so it's good. I think it was like, I mean, I have no complaints, right? They're all great boss battles, I think. But um, I'd probably say honestly, not to not to shit on Adam's pick, but I thought the Bone Hydra one was the was the the cheesiest one because for the most, like, you could just sit back, you know, and just toss everything at it at such a at such a big range. It does get a little bit tricky when his homies come out, but I thought that one was pretty easy. Yeah, he's easy. His homies were making it interesting. Yeah. And then once you add the uh, modifier to him and you have like the different positions and stuff like that, that uh, that was a better fight. And then you got a lot more lava that's potentially going to do more damage to you, especially if you've got the one that gives a modifier. It was I think it affects the lava. It's like 400% more damage or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so for me, I think I'm probably uh, Theseus and Minotaur as well. Like, I love the kind of gladiator style. The crowd getting hype and cheering is really, really awesome. Um, the fact that you don't know what god he's going to call on from fight to fight, and that can really significantly change the pace and the urgency of the fight as well. Um, yeah, it's just great, and, it, and they give you that little taste too, right? The mid, the you know, the midway bosses. Uh, the minotaur by himself sometimes and like that's that's kind of cool because you you get to kind of see and you're he walks away and you're like oh well, i'm gonna have to fight this guy and then oh, it's like no there's two 
and uh you know that's that's the first time you really have to deal with two like independent bosses with different abilities at the same time which is really really neat you want to hear some crazy rng shit i didn't get the the minotaur by himself until like my eighth or ninth time in elysium i never had it by himself i was just i didn't think that was a thing and then i was like oh maybe not that many maybe it was like five or it was a good amount where i did not know that he was by himself and then i got him that one time and i was like all right dude i guess we're here we're in a box real quick yeah you need that to unlock uh the, the final aspect of the or the hidden aspect of the um gauntlets right i think so Pretty the sure. Or whatever it's been a hot minute since I played, um, but that sounds right. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see now how how many how many clears I have. I just re- I only have 40 escape attempts. So that was my my question before we got to the spoiler stuff: is how many attempts before you got your first clear? And then I guess if you're if you beat it, how many did it take you? Mm, I want to say like I was in like the mid to high 20s, I think when i for my first and then the thing was like after i got my second or third clear like i just i ran like all of them were right on a row like i i think george remember that we were in our little facebook messenger chat with our yeah. raid group i had like six in a row or something where it just like fell into place where i just it clicked like i knew exactly what to go for i was able to adapt to any situation and like my you know um, I knew which weapons were going to work for me and, and really just kind of like blew the doors off. How about you? I, I think... Was... Oh, go ahead, Mike. Something. Okay. I was... Yeah. My first clear was in like mid-30s, which was like... Oh, and I kept reading reviews saying people were doing it in like the high teens. I'm like, God damn, I suck at this. But uh, yeah, I've got over... I think I saw like 35 or 36 clears now. Um, the thing that, speaking of RNG... I, I guess, wasn't talking to Achilles a lot. So I didn't get the codex uh, till like 45 runs in. What? People are just like, you know, check your thing with the gods. Hit left bumper or left or left bumper. I'm like, it does nothing. And just finally, I don't know, like I had beaten the game multiple times before I got the codex. Wow. 26 for me. I was just checking right now. So 26, I've got 40 attempts total. And like 10, 10 clears. So, yeah, I stopped. I think after I got my final one because I was like, uh, there's other stuff coming out. Um, so I wanted to kind of take take some time and you know enjoy some of those the fall games. Um, all right. Well, let's get into like some story spoilers, which will obviously include like the narrative and can talk a little bit, um, you know, about character interactions, obviously, uh, in between runs. And there was something else that I was like, oh, we should also talk about that spoiler. So I intentionally left it out, but it'll come to me in any event. So here is your final warning. If you were good with the previous, but don't want to know spoilers, here we go. Um, All right. So like the story of this game unfolds as you're dying for the most part. Uh, Of course, when you make it to Hades uh, and past him, you also get like, probably arguably your biggest milestones with the stories uh, where you finally get to talk to your mom. Um, I loved this method of telling the story. I think Mike, you were saying like it it made dying feel like it took almost all the frustration out of dying because you instantly had some more like narrative to like grab onto and, and sometimes even some humor, you know, uh, Hades talking shit. Um, (laughs) when you, when you came out of the little, uh, resurrection pit or whatever i almost called it lazarus pit but that's the wrong <laughs> franchise altogether <laughs> um what did you guys make of the story did you like the format did it did it work for you for telling the story i loved it like it was so nice like when you finally like i was like yes i finally did a clear then you talk to uh the mom there and you're like and then you you pass away and you're like no no you gotta be fucking kidding me i need to know more and yeah and like you said like it dying wasn't that bad because yeah like i'm looking at like 30 to 40 clears and 140 runs like i suck at this game (laughs) and i still wanted to keep playing just looking at looking at my stats i was in the middle of a run i played a couple levels like fuck i might need to go back and play this some more but no the story was good the only character in the whole game that actually like i genuinely disliked which might be their intent was theseus like 
with the Minotaur, you had that bond with them. Like, you know, there was an honor to fighting him. But then Thesis is like, you know what? Fuck this guy. This guy is a cocksucker. Like, he can, like, I seriously disliked him a lot. Classic hubris, right? Like, he's one of those characters in Greek mythology that, yeah. like, you know, whose ego kind of All leads to his downfall. stupid comments he makes. Yeah. Especially if you lose. Like, it felt... Yeah. <laughs> Was I the only one who, like, at the end of it, I'd pull the whole gladiator line, like, after I killed him, like, are you not entertained? As I was, like, my wife's looking at me playing in bed beside her like who are you talking to <laughs> yeah i i don't know if i quoted that uh <laughs> gladiator line but i certainly uh, at times had like little bits and bobs of gladiator running through my uh my head definitely what we do in life echoes in eternity you know <laughs> like anyway <laughs> so uh yeah like um speaking of characters that you didn't like i think Hades arguably becomes the character I like the most by the end of it. I think he's got arguably a better arc than Zagreus does. Right? Zagreus kind of seems to be this canvas that stands in for the player as far as like not knowing what the fuck's going on. Um, I think Hades has a has a very satisfying arc and you know becomes kind of a tragic figure with with hope at the end of it, which is really really cool. Just wanted to protect his family. Yeah, I mean here it seems like he's just being a douche you know like keeping you from leaving the underworld maybe because he doesn't like your mom or maybe he doesn't like you or you know who knows like the motivations but as you get deeper yeah finding that it's actually comes from a place of love it was uh was quite the nice um you know, plot twist or character development yeah hades oh my bad george always stuck but yeah hades always gets fucked in everything like he just always gets a shorter than stick all the time go ahead george yeah, no, it's just, it's the same, especially when you get to go into his room and you start seeing the picture frames and all that stuff. And, and you, you see like where he starts to kind of get to know him and it starts to catch Zagreus. Because, I mean, Zagreus thinks he's an asshole, right, for most of the most of the time until he kind of realizes uh, towards the end. But um, but for me, on it, I mean, while I enjoyed the interaction between Hades and Zagreus and, and his story, like for me, what kind of captivated me was just everything else, like everyone else's involvement. You know, like I really enjoyed achilles uh skelly i mean come on skelly's fucking awesome you know um meg you know his interactions down in the underworld just like all of that to me was just as impactful or um like just as interesting as the main story itself like there's like you know i don't know it's it's kind of unique for them to have such good character development for very like for what's essentially meaningless characters right like they just they play a small part in this game but you know like when the when the gods start fighting each other over who they should get picked you know who should when you have the option of picking two boons like i think that's super funny you know and then they're like oh no hard feelings man it's okay you can have us both like come on man. like it's it's just that it's just like a small taste of all the bickering that goes on in 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 olympus that like what is it persephone has such a hatred for that you let that you that you learn on later in the game so it's like a very small piece in jest but it actually is is, is much like it's much more important as as part of the story because it's just uh you get to see what all the drama that's going on over there that they don't want anything to do with you know i almost yeah, kind of hope oh go ahead sorry mike i was just gonna say they really didn't half-ass on any of the characters in the game like no one was an afterthought or just oh let's just put this in like every character was well thought out well evolved through it like almost every character has like their own arc within an arc like it's it's impressive yeah even the the dudes that uh that help you along the way right there's the there's the the big guy in the in the first level uh, sisyphus yeah Roll, rolling then, the boulder yeah yep then the the one who's like singing i forgot what her name was too uh Eurydice. Uh, yeah there you Eurydice, go. yeah something like that and then even the, the the forgotten warrior, whatever that he doesn't know, like he's dead, but doesn't can't find his way back or something like that. Even, like even Thanatos, like who? Yes. Oh, that's right. I forgot about him. You he challenges you, but he kind of like you know gives you like stuff, right? And you get the impression that he wants you to succeed. Like, like who's the bigger flirt, him or Meg? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's a good point. Um, chaos. Chaos is the biggest flirt. <laughs> chaos. Yeah, that, that was a cool mechanic too. Talking about gambling, you know, like losing a little bit of life and seeing what kind of things were on offer, and you know, having a to game changer. 
yeah having to deal with some tough shit sometimes like depending on like how late in your run you went down but um but yeah definitely could be worth it sometimes not sometimes you look at the options and go like well, i really don't want any of this shit so did awesome. you guys i remember chris had it until i until i told him about it. did you guys ever steal from uh from the boat the car run? run yeah, yeah. I did. You, you never stole from fight. him. Yeah, you got to, dude. You that's one, that's arguably one of the tougher fights in the game. Yeah, that is the toughest fight in the when game. You, when you rob that dude, he makes you fucking pay. He has some sort of attack that basically covers the entire arena. But when you beat him, it feels real good. Yeah, and you get a really cool uh, bonus for doing it. And there's um, there is one of the what's it called, the scrolls or whatever. Hermes gives you a task. You have to beat him twice in a row. Like, come on. Cut me a break, Hermes. <laughs> I didn't fight him because I I respect a man who's just trying to ferry people across the river sticks. So I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna fuck with that guy. For what? He's doing his job. Did anybody see that coming that uh Charon was the like you know the one who got your mother out of Hades and gets you they got her back in? You're like, dude was pulling strings behind the scenes and just you know, uh, there's more behind those grunts, there's a brain behind there. No, yeah, that's uh, it. Was definitely a surprise for sure. Like, and again, cool plot twist. Like, mm-hmm. not particularly like a, a like a payoff that they laid the groundwork for necessarily, but still felt like it was it was cool to, you know, like just that reveal still yeah. equally rewarding. Uh, I I want to see like a prequel in like Mount Olympus. Like, give me like, uh, it's Persephone, right? That's your mom. Yeah, yeah. Persephone a- or Persephone? Which one is it? Persephone. Persephone, Persephone is. The- because in Assassin's Creed they say Persephone, but they also say everything Greek, so it's very strange. Yeah, give me, give me like her escape attempt from Mount Olympus. You know, make a roguelite with that. That'd be bad That'd as be fuck. Cool. Like, you know, same thing. Like maybe like some of the bigger gods like are trying to help you, give you boons. Like a whole different look, right? Like if you're gonna do a, a sequel, nah, give me a prequel. Be cool. Um, the bringing the Titans instead of yeah, fuck yeah, man. Titans would be cool as shit um yeah for sure one thing i wanted to talk about was uh logan cunningham the, the main voice actor dude does six roles in the game he's hades he's poseidon he's achilles he's charon he's a storyteller and he's a atreus wow like, i just want that guy to read me bedtime stories like <laughs> he's got that deep like gritty voice so good let's get him and kratos in a room together and just read a story back and forth just listen to him talk i'd pay for that I pay for that Where too. is that OnlyFans? <laughs> Ooh. I mean, yeah, I guess that's in keeping <laughs> with how horny uh, Hades is. So, yeah, that tracks. Um, uh, what about the, like, I thought it was clever, uh, the upgrade system with the weapons, like having the different kind of materials or currencies and being able to, like, use the modifiers to not really farm, but, like, to get more of it was a a neat way to keep me like playing and not having it be too easy you know even though i did clear six times in a row not not to brag but um (laughs) i I thought it was really clever i think that you know um was a neat mechanic to the to the game to keep keep you yeah the way the game handles upgrades all together is good because like you go on a run you're like there's no i'm gonna finish it let me go to the room that has this particular you know, instead of going for a weapon upgrade, I'm going to lose anyways. Let me go for the crystal, dark crystals. What are they called? The little dark crystals. Darkness. 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 Like, let me just do this so I can unlock stuff in the mirror. And let me, yeah, I just like how no matter what you do, again, that's how you design a roguelike that you always progress. But you're like, hey, I either need to get a weapon upgrade or I need to upgrade my mirror. Or I need to get a new uh, cabinet in my room or whatever. And it's yeah, just even like the, the gems. Yeah. It's just like, hey, let me. There's always something to do, and yeah, it's just like you can upgrade literally everything in the game, which is fun. So you always have something to work towards. There's wish, no wasted run. Yeah, I agree with that. I wish, I do wish you like you could have started upgrading them a little earlier uh, in the game, personally, uh, because I feel like for me, like after beating it a, a handful of times, you know, like like I was good, like I was satisfied. I finished the story, rolled the credits, uh, and while there's still more to play. Um, like that was that's it for me. Like I probably won't go back and play it other than just maybe fucking around if I'm traveling or something like that, but I'm done. And I wish I would have gotten more out of those weapons in my runs leading up to either my first clear or if they were a little bit easier to get after your first clear. Um, because I would have liked to use more of them. 
but I do feel like I'm leaving a bit uh, unplayed, but the incentive isn't there for me anymore because the story is done, you know? But that's just a personal thing. I don't know how many other people feel like that or how many other runs people can. I mean, yeah, George, I'm like you. I know what happened to the story because I looked it up. I beat Hades on my 17th, 18th run, and I haven't touched the game since then. Yeah. So I, I'll probably go back eventually because I do enjoy the game. But I was just yeah. like, this is cool. Just tell me what happens. Because, you know, I don't care about spoiling stuff. I do it all the time. 140 so runs. Yeah, that's a lot. Blunt you really like the game. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm middle of the road. I'm closer to George where I did want to see like it through like for the main story, but I didn't feel there wasn't a big enough carrot for me to keep going past that. Like, um, which is yeah, okay. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Like I, I think I pretty much same thing with Binding of Isaac, right? Like where I got to that point where it's like, ah. Um, I did want to talk about the ending as well, which I've previously on this podcast, like I think have talked about um i think on mic certainly off mic with you all that um while i like the ending um i was sort of hoping for a more tragic ending like in keeping with the tone of like greek mythology and i in fact thought that it was going to have a tragic ending and um it was just slightly disappointed again it was my game of the year last year so pretty hard to complain about a game as stellar as this but i i did feel slightly disappointed that we didn't get a tragic ending because it i don't know that was just my that would have been my preference because i think it would have been more of a surprise and um totally um more in line with uh what the source material was that being said i don't think it was atypical for what the game had done up to that point i feel like it, it kept the tone of the game itself which was a little more lighthearted. um how did you guys like that the ending of the game i i dug the ending i was cool with it like um I enjoyed it because I, I feel like it was tragic enough, man. Like it, the the origin of everything that happened, like they've they've had it pretty rough. Um, so I didn't foresee. I I foresaw it being a good ending. I didn't I didn't picture it being exactly like the way that it was. All those explanations, but um, but I didn't, you know. But I figured, like, dude, it's not going to be shitty for them all the way through, um, you know. But but I, but I was cool with it, you know. I I, I enjoyed the like, kind of like foreshadowed it a little bit earlier but the the reason why why persephone left and why she's hiding essentially from everyone and the bs uh excuse that they give to the olympians as to why they're you know how why they kept it under wraps but which they pretty much don't believe but like are just cool with it they don't want to deal with the drama anymore either so they just kind of um let it go so so i think it was cool you know and it leaves things open for something in the future because you you know Zagreus still is making escape attempts, right? Under the guise of checking for security uh, weaknesses and whatnot. So I definitely don't think we've seen the last of this this particular game for sure. And I'm excited about that. Do you think they will make a sequel? I think you I think you have to, but I don't know. Has Supergiant made a sequel? They've never made a know. sequel. And their games have all done really well and they've never made a sequel. As 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 good as this one though? Like, yeah, Bastion, like Bastion. yeah, those games all did really good too. What was the yeah. basketball one that they did? Pyre. Pyre. That was like a critical darling. I don't know if it sold well though. Like that was one that like it sounded really cool. Um like the concept. But Bastion was huge and they never did anything else with Bastion. I hope they do, but I I don't Super Giant just hasn't done it before. So and maybe not. I mean, I don't know anything about the developers. My first rule getting into indie games and in general, but it seems like there's so much more to be told here if they wanted to pursue it, you know? A DLC, maybe, if nothing else. You know, you um, seems like you've got a, a good foundation there. Um, I do recommend, before I forget, like if anybody hasn't watched it, either on the podcast or in the audience, um, Noclip has a great documentary series about the making of Hades going all the way through like the early access stuff. And then the final launch, the final part of the documentary, it was like made post like final launch and they had to do it over, you know, zoom and stuff. Um, so highly recommend, like that's a great channel uh, in general, if you like uh, documentaries and video games, but uh, anyway, I digress. When do we um, get the Netflix series? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks like Castle anime, right? Castlevania has got uh they're having a little bit of difficulties behind the scene with the, you know, um, writing staff right now, <laughs> having a, a a big old scandal. Um, we'll not go too far down the, you know, uh, 
the rabbit hole with that. But like, yeah, I mean, sure. Why the hell not? I Cast the characters see, is uh, great. Yeah, if the- Dota got one, Hades can get one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is this, this is also like one of those games that everybody, everyone that I've recommended it to, like, I haven't heard anyone say, no, nah, I don't like this game. It's not for me. This game sucks. I've never heard anyone say like a single negative thing about this game or not enjoy it. Give it a shot, you know? I mean, it's the internet. You look hard enough, you can find people, but no one in my circle, like, will put it no that one, way. No one whose opinion I would remotely respect <laughs> has, said any, has said anything bad about this kind of game. Yeah. If you're trying to hate on Hades, you're really trying. Yeah. Like, it's the controls are great. The art's beautiful. Like, we've said a thousand times already in the last hour. Yeah. Like, it's just. I would simply tell them, like, listen, man, if you can't escape, just say that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and eventually you will like if that's the thing i feel like if you persevere enough like you will like it seems so insurmountable like you know your first run you're like fuck how yeah. many worlds are there <laughs> like shit um and you finally beat hades that first time and you're like like george was saying earlier you're like you're like yeah then all of a sudden you see his health bar come back up you're like motherfucker like i literally yelled and screamed i beat oh god and yeah, you only have a slither of health normally that first time you're ready to dance a jig and then you're you just beat you down. Yeah. I think I think when that happened, like I, I had messaged Chris, I was like, I finally got this fucker. And he goes, first phase, question mark. And I'm like, fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> I kind of knew. I'm like, he did the same thing. <laughs> so, I'm like, fuck, here we fucking go. Uh. Uh, before we kind of like start winding down, is there anything else about the game that anybody wants to talk about? I'll open up, you know, the the floor. If there's a particular aspect, character, story, beat, like anything at all that you guys want to cover. Uh, they haven't been brought up yet, but uh, Dusa, great character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dusa is wonderful. What a hard worker. I tended, especially like as I was more flush with the um, social uh, drinks. I, I don't know why I'm spacing right now. Ambrosia? Ambrosia. There's like multiple kinds, though, yeah, like, as you yeah. progress. The, like, I, I was more and more inclined to give it to them. Like, or uh, nectar. Nectar. Yeah, there's nectar. There's ambrosia. Nectar is the first one. Ambrosia is the better one. Second one. Also cool aspect yeah. of the game. I did find it odd that. that uh... Perseus did not make make his way into the game in some in some fashion. Yeah, there's some noticeable absences, um, both in terms of gods and heroes. Like they could have they could have put some the, some lighthearted, you know, like Perseus is the reason why Deuce is cleaning everything, you know, because he chopped their head off or something or whatever. So, um, but uh, but yeah, I, I think that's it. Do you think there's another? There was another. Yeah, I'm trying to do like rack my brain on the spot, which is always fun. Um, well, like, no Hercules. Her, no Hercules. But... Well, we didn't have mentioned uh, the singing lady. I can't remember her name for anything. Uh, Eurydice? She was in it. Yeah, but you had to like get her to sing or like make her want to sing. Oh, right, right, right. That whole, that whole quest line. That That's great. a good one. Um, there's a god, though. God damn it. Um, <laughs> I'll think of it in a second. Like, there's a very yeah. good. Oh, um, Apollo. Apollo's not in the shit. Like, Apollo's like fucking son of zeus oh, like one of another one was like one of the most famous gods like bar none like in greek yeah, mythology is completely what's the like, son uh he's a couple different things um but yeah like um you know w- would have been cool like i think probably that came down to like how many fucking boons and damage types and shit you're putting in the game it probably gets difficult to program for i would think oh also like, at this point, we've never no one's talked about it. Talking about how horny this game is, and I just remembered talking about all the gods. Aphrodite, good job with her. She's great. Love yeah. Aphrodite so much. All the little hearts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure that's what he's referring to. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> for, for a game that's as horny as this game, I'm shocked her art isn't more over the top. She's just in line, as just as horny as everyone else, even though she's the god of horniness. I think yeah. that's fun. Uh, well, <laughs> love. I don't know. If she's more horny than uh, Dionysus or Dionysus, he's nah, that, pretty... guy just, that guy just wants to chill and drink, and yeah, he might want to do a bit more of that, uh, more than that <laughs> after. But um, I got a question for everybody: What was your least favorite when you were having to choose between the Battle of the Gods? 
which one were you like god damn it i don't want to deal with this bullshit because mine was aphrodite i didn't like not like that heart floating around after me i i don't like the demeter uh, i didn't like the the ice snow stuff the swirl yeah i don't know it's... yes uh, i don't know that i had one i particularly dreaded like zeus could be a pain in the ass because i felt like that could be hard to dodge sometimes depending on what kind of like ads you had to deal with like sometimes you just get unlucky and get stuck or you know like i don't know we're in a bad spot but there's nothing i really particularly dreaded i'd be remiss if you forgot to mention that you can pet the dog oh yeah Cerberus. yeah that's, that's what i was thinking of apparently uh i don't i'm sure it's different now but at the time it was like 80 percent of players didn't have that steam achievement where you pet the dog like eight times not very much it's like 80 percent of people didn't have it at wow. one point monsters every chance i got it was i think the first person to get the ambrosia Cerberus, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, i'm trying to think if there's anything else like was anybody else worried when you they you thought you might have to actually fight Cerberus? Oh, and you fight 100%. Like, yeah. no, no, don't do this to me. Okay, this game is getting put down. And then you give him the Seder second. And even when you're like, he was sl- he was taken, taken care of. And then in brackets, they like make sure it was like, you yeah. Know. Absolutely. I absolutely thought you were going to have to fight him when he's like just sitting, sitting there and, and he's in my way. And even though he's so cute in this game, I mean, any other game with this kind of thing, you fight Cerberus. Yeah. You know, like, so. Uh, like, so, but I'm glad I didn't have to. Dark Souls veterans like me, like you know, having to fight Sif, the the Great Wolf, like are used to that. So they they make you. He's just protecting the grave of his master too, which makes it so sad. And like, if you do the DLC first, he recognizes you and like howls and sadness that he has to fight you. Let me tell you how bad that makes you feel when he gets down to like 20% health. He starts limping around, like doing like a perfect dog limp, and it just makes you feel like such a piece of shit. So I was, misery. I was ready. What's that? Put him out of his misery. End him. Yeah, I mean, with. I mean, you have to press what, the game. There's literally that? no way. That's Dark Souls. There's literally no way to progress the game without killing the. He's giant, you know, but it doesn't make it any less. If anything, it makes it like more sad. Because like the game ends right there, then. Yeah, we can't get past him by a. Uh... But, Not a chance. I I will yeah. say that I felt like they needed. I would have. I wish they had a boss there in that that last uh, dungeon before Hades. I wish there was some kind of um, some kind of fight that you had to go. Through. What's that tiny little rat bastard that we were telling Ryan? Like, wait till uh, you see the <laughs> that rat. Oh, but that he comes out so <laughs> you and far between. I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. Damn it. Yeah, there is. There was a rat. It has a name. Hold on, yeah. I'm gonna look it up uh, because that's the closest thing that you get to, uh, like I think a boss, a boss fight. That's in sticks, right? Um, yeah, or sticks. Also, just shout out to is it Nix? Is that her name? The Galaxy Mother or whatever? Yeah, yeah the Mother of Darkness. Life, She's great too. All these characters are good. All the characters Ex- are so good. Except for who's the guy um, with the ledger when you first come out of the pool? Tiny Vermin. Tiny Vermin. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. That guy. Lazy dude. Oh, fuck. What's his name? He comes out with the what? The scroll? When you said? first come out of the blood and he's there with the scroll. He's like, oh, the lion's going Thanatos crazy. Thanatos' brother. Oh, um, it's not Hermes. It starts with O. Hypnos? Hypnos? Yeah, Hypnos. I'll just say that guy sucks. Say, everyone else is great. He sucks. <laughs> Normally he was all right, and then once in a while he just make a oh. stupid comment. Oh, he, oh, he's just Orpheus. Hades' bitch. Hades bitch. So, or, no, Orpheus is the guy that sings with Eurydice, right? Yeah. Hypnos, Hypnos. He's the guy, he's Hypnos, like he's yeah. like Hades' scribe. He, just, he has yeah. this like, yeah. weird voice and just... He's just oh, oh, one in the family. They're like, just give him a job. Yeah, Walmart greeter. You got fucked up again. It does. That's basically what I does. do like how we would make a comment about like, if depending on who killed you, Oh yeah. It's like or it'd be like next time try not to die. Like, you know what? Fuck you. You try and do this. Sweet. Well, I think that's about wraps her up um for the spoiler cast. We'll close out traditional style still and uh talk about what you've been playing. Uh Mike, since you're the guest, I'll I'll start with you, man. What have you been playing? What have you been up to? And do you want to plug anything? I just got my first platinum on PlayStation, so I'm very excited for that. Been playing what was it since uh, it, persona 5 royal i'm playing that too just started so though good. 10 hours so like good. so baby steps i think i got uh, i think i finished around 140 150 hours oh, i can't do that right now <laughs> chris is trying to get Where's me to it? play that game but i just finished putting 120 into a, 
Assassin's Creed. It's very different than Assassin's Creed. It's like, so good. It's but very the, different. The, the thing about Royal, it's a very, very obtainable platinum. Just follow a non-spoiler guide and you are pretty much are guaranteed the platinum. And one playthrough? And one playthrough. Huh. If so, I'm 10 hours in, did I already miss the boat or is it doable? You should be okay there. Because of the extra semester they've added to it, uh-huh. you um, should have enough time to max out all your confidants and go from there. Cool. Not that I really care. I mean, I, I used to be like super compulsive about doing platinums, but yeah. not. But not so um, just finished that, and in between games right now, I might start playing Tales of Vesperia because I just bought it on sale for like fifteen bucks on Switch. So it might. I'm like, do I really want to jump into another long JRPG? But uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at at uh, tltd underscore mike. Um, I normally just post pictures of my dog and of things I've recently cooked. And as far as other podcasts and stuff I'm on, I'm sure, like Erica said before, Adam plugs it all the time. So at Misfit Rolls or uh, at Radio Roost and uh, or Roost Radio, something along those Radio lines. Radio Roost, yeah, yeah. Radio Roost. And yeah, that's it. Uh, just want to take a second and say uh, thank you, gentlemen, for uh, having me on. It's been uh, it was quite the pleasure. Oh, likewise. I hope it's not the last time. You know, please come back. Anytime. Adam, uh, how about you, man? What have you been playing? Uh, I recently first picked up Curse of the Dead Gods because I heard it was really good. And I was like, oh, let me play another roguelike. And that game is actually very, very, very good. It doesn't have the narrative stuff, but it has everything else you like from Hades, plus stuff from Slay of the Spire, plus stuff from Dead Cells, plus stuff from Darkest Dungeon. That game is very good. And that game is like $17 right now on sale. Um, so that's what I've been playing mostly. And then I think that's it, really. I think I've been sleeping and watching TV the rest of the time. So, yeah, Curse of the Dead Gods, very good. If you're listening to this because you like Hades, check out Curse of the Dead Gods. Is it available on Switch? I think it's on literally everything, yeah. Cool. Uh, before I forget, for have you played Darkest Dungeon? Because I have that on my Switch and I've never touched it. And I'm thinking, I'm trying to scout out a game for Costa Rica. Is it, uh, is it good? I've never played it. I know people love it. I actually, I own it, but I've never touched it. Uh, but people rave about that game because of like the whole going mad stuff. So it's quite good, especially if you name all your characters as after people you know. It's uh, one of those. All and right. then you message them and say, by the way, you you died of syphilis. Right it's an interesting message to get from a buddy. I'm going to name them all, George. <laughs> Speaking of which, George, what have you been playing, man? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, did I did I tell you guys about the Oregon Trail thing? Did I say that on the last show? I can't remember. Mm, I don't think so. Okay, so I picked up. Uh, I got my wife. Um, oh, do you guys know the Oregon Trail? You guys remember that from back in the day? Oh, okay, yeah. So I got for my wife a like a handheld uh, Oregon Trail in color. It's the original game, just in color, um, completely handheld. That's it's the only thing that that thing plays. And man, you want to talk about a hard game? We've yet to beat it. Um, we keep dying in the same area of, of broken legs, dysentery, everything. We just can't get through. Like it's not even like a third of the way through. Um, so that's been rough and frustrating. I don't know why they taught that game to little kids. I don't know. Um, seems like a terrible idea. Um, I picked up. Uh, I've been playing Hitman again. I just I completed the second level, um, and I am I think almost done with the third in the middle of that. That's been fun. Um, getting into that putting destiny down a little bit still playing a good bit of the old republic mmo that's been really taking up much most of my time terrible time to get into an mmo really but but it's been fun um that's about it for now fantastic oh i bought valheim too but i have not valheim valheim i don't know Valheim. yeah i haven't played it though i bought it and it's just been sitting there oh that might be what it takes to tip me over the edge there if we have i know ryan said that's really good i'm i don't Oh. But I mean, but now that you and Ryan have it, and I've got like at least two other people to play for, I'm like, oh, I'll buy I'll... it too. Close to oh, really good. Fuck, you guys are gonna kill me, man. Um, yeah, all right. So oh, I bought. Uh, some... Andrew has it too, dude. Oh, That's why I bought it. Andrew has it because you can have a pretty big server, can't you? Like, yeah, he says he said he was gonna invite me to his server, but I haven't, I haven't played, I haven't had the time to hop in there. So God you know, he it. has it too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that looks good. So Persona 5 Royal for me as well. 10 hours in, haven't cleared the first palace. Uh, 
almost caught up to where I was when I first played it and stalled out because of Destiny and Red Dead 2 um, back in the day. So I'm excited. I do have Royal. Um, enjoying it. I love it. The soundtrack, man, I could groove to that all fucking day. It's just so good. Talk about good video game music. Um, I beat Cyber Shadow. I don't know if I said that last time. Like that. It was cool. Also been playing a little bit of Destiny. And um, I think that is about it. I'm hoping to clear Hitman sometime between now and the end of the weekend just to get it done. I might go back and do like a couple of uh, the other stories and some of the other things, but probably not all of them because while I like that game, I don't feel compelled to do every little thing. That's it. That's it for me. Uh, We appreciate you all sticking with us for the spoiler cast for Hades. We'll have a regular episode again uh, next week. We'll be trying to do these once a month. So uh, you can count on a, a different deep dive into a game once a month. Uh, not sure what we're going to do next month. We'll announce it, I'm sure, a couple of weeks ahead of time. But uh, until then, please give us a like, share, and subscribe. We'll have the YouTube version of this up on the following Wednesday. So we're recording this the night of the 4th of March. So um, yesterday, the 3rd, I just posted the previous week's video episode. We'll follow that cadence, and you can get the audio podcast a few days sooner. Until next week. It's been our pleasure. Bye. Bye, guys.